What up, y'all? It's Libra, and we are back for another episode of Libra's Thoughts. So, can we get into it? Let's hit it. There's something about marriage that a lot of people do not understand. A defensive spouse is a product of divorce. Let me repeat that. A defensive spouse is a product of divorce. I always say this. When your spouse is speaking to you, listen not to be defensive. Listen to understand. And don't respond to attack. Respond with a solution. Many people in marriage listen to be defensive. How they can make themselves seem correct in the situation. Others respond with an essence to attack. That is not communication. That is a fight and a war. Learn communication expertise in the area of marriage. And that is listen to understand and speak to be a solution in your union. That part. Now, many of you don't know, I used to be married. I was married for 16 years. Out of that 16, I was separated for three. And my divorce was finalized last year, February, February 9th, to be exact. Honey, I remember that day. It was finalized on my papa's birthday. I was like, granddaddy. I took that shit to the altar because my granddaddy is no longer. He's been gone for quite some time, like thir uh, 43 years. Um, but I was, I went to, you know, I said, papa. I'm free. <laughs> Ran down to the goddamn courthouse to get that shit finalized. But let me be cute. He is right from my view. Again, my ex-husband was a product of a divorce marriage. I was not. Um, I come from, even though my home was toxic as fuck, okay? It was toxic as a motherfucker. <laughs> it was good and toxic, honey. But the one thing I will say through all the toxic shit, we never left each other. We never um, ditched each other. We ride for each other now. When shit get real, I could have just argued with my daddy, honey, but that shit get real. Let it, let it, let his daughter need some money. He was coming through. And the, the, the shit on it was um, my ex-husband didn't know what family really looked like, like what it really meant to never be disloyal to your people. Like my daddy stood 10 toes down for my mama and she stood 10 toes down for him, even though they have had their moments with each other that I'm like, how in the fuck is this love? But let her need something. He was coming through. Let him need something. She was coming through. And my ex-husband didn't understand what the fuck that looked like. He didn't understand what it needed to be. He didn't have it in him and still don't have it in him. Um, I just chose poorly and I chose from an underdeveloped mind, a trauma mind, a, a unhealed mind, um, a mindset that was full of anxiety and depression and anger. That's where I was choosing from. I was just choosing to not be alone because I didn't want to feel this shit alone. Like I need somebody to struggle it out with. So that's how that union came to be. And I think on his end too, the trauma bond where it's two people that got trauma that we don't really want to feel and we have such a good time together. It's 
you know, this is where we're at. And let me just say, that marriage taught me a lot of things. It taught me how to see myself. Like when I decided to leave, because it was me, it was because the disrespect had gotten so low on both ends. But what I understood too is the more I was fighting to grow that I was getting with him because it was like his disrespect was taking shots at my growth and at me winning in life. Like, I don't want to do this. I want to be a winner. I'm not a winner right now. I'm in the motherfucking toilet. This shit is not, I don't like it here. And the more that I fought to grow, the worse shit was starting to get. And I knew part of that was because he didn't have the same fight in him, nor did he have the desire to do it. So I had to make a critical decision because ultimately I got two kids and people would say, oh, you stay together for the kids, man. Listen, I know what it was like for me being in a house with constant yelling and fighting and alcoholism and abuse. And when I say abuse, it was more verbal. There was no hitting, but the shit was verbal. And it just didn't feel good. So I'm like, I can't, we're doing this now. We're doing this low vibrational shit now. My son is already on edge because it's lit the fuck up in this house. He already on edge. You mean to tell me we're going to keep this up for more years and, and have him develop into someone who's constantly in fight or flight mode because his view on relationships is they're a headache and they're toxic. And I mean, I can't do that. Somebody's got to be the G around here and make a decision. So it was me. And I tried to save it until I realized that it could not be. And then I just moved on. I filed for the divorce, paid for it in the whole nine, just so I could break free. I felt so closed in, so tight, so... I felt very stuck, very, very stuck. I don't wish that space on nobody. I don't. It was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do releasing someone that you really believed you grow with, releasing someone that you thought was your person, your and not as in your mind. It was, we're doing life together. We're gonna grow together. We're gonna work through these mistakes. We're gonna do it different. And that's not what happened. And in a relationship we do, it, it shit, it ain't just a... Uh, uh, um, it's not just romantic. In a relationship, we have a tendency to listen with the intent to respond and be right. We don't do it with the intent to gain knowledge and understanding so that we can create a solution. We do it with the intent to respond to be right. We come with our facts and 
our read, honey, and our, our words and our articulations and shit and our animations. Cause you know, we gotta be animated with the shit and we do that so we can be right. Cause truth be told, we're not used to being right because so much of what we were taught and had to deal with, we had to tuck our tail, be quiet, dim our light, dim our voice. It didn't want to be heard. No one gave a fuck. So when I was in the space of hearing with the intent to respond and be right, and I started evolving, I realized that, wait a minute, I'm contributing to this breakdown because I'm legit trying to respond to be right instead of listening to get this information. I'm doing this backwards. So I need to do this again. I need to do this over. For those that are just now coming in, I want to play this video again so you can understand where we're at. There's something about marriage that a lot of people do not understand. A defensive spouse is a product of divorce. Let me repeat that. A defensive spouse is a product of divorce. I always say this. When your spouse is speaking to you, listen not to be defensive. Listen to understand. And don't respond to attack. Respond with a solution. Many people in marriage listen to be defensive. How they can make themselves seem correct in the situation. Others respond with an essence to attack. That is not communication. That is a fight and a war. Learn communication expertise in the area of marriage. And that is listen to understand and speak to be a solution in your union. Speak to be a solution. Listen, I always say if I show up with something to say, it's with intention. I just don't talk to be talking. I really want to share my thoughts, my experiences so that others can grow. Um, the, one of the hardest things in growing into a better version of yourself is um, receiving feedback. And making sure that what you're receiving comes from a space of love. So anytime I open my mouth, I try to do it from a space of love. Even if my delivery is a bit raw, a bit aggressive, it's always from love. Um, because I understand what it means to be stuck, have no friends, no quality friends, no one to reach for, kind of confused, don't even know what your footing is supposed to be. You're just showing up for shit. Um, I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be married and not be heard. I know what it feels like to be married and you're fighting for your family. Like that's a real thing. When you hear people say I'm fighting for my family, that is such an emotional and physical draining experience because you're literally fighting for love. You're fighting for that shit. You're, you're trying to, reason and rationale with someone who you are not connected to but even though you're legally connected your spirit and 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 your energies are not connected and you're fighting to reconnect them that's a deep space it's also a deep space to to come to a realization that what you thought would be is not and will never and you have to make a hard decision on growing or staying right the fuck there because you are in the worst of it. This is what, if you stay, this is what it's going to be. This shit ain't going to change. But if you leave, if you leave.
you know, it's, um, sorry for that pause. I was having some small technical issues. Um, you're literally having to restructure what you were building. You're building this structure and in the middle of building the house, you run out of building funds and no matter how hard you try to get a loan, no one will give it to you. So now you're either having to come up with the money or forfeit and walk away. That's heavy. But you have to be willing to love yourself so deeply and not just yourself. Love your creator and give your creator enough credit to have your back. Give your creator enough credit to have your back when you're making life changing. Well, let me, let me say life, not life changing, life altering decisions. Change is good as fuck, y'all. When you see something not working, don't force that shit. You know, it's kind of like that broken car that needs a specific part that only the manufacturer can get. No matter how many auto parts stores you go to, if it's not the dealer, it ain't going to work. You got to go drop that real money for that part because the off-brand parts don't work. Got to look and see if the car is even worth paying all that. Should you just tow, should you just trash it or should you buy the part? Sometimes they ain't even worth buying the part because everything else is just as funky on the car. That was just the first sign of the rest of the shit getting ready to go to shits. Grow and elevate. And look at how you're communicating. Are you listening with the intent to understand what the issue is and respond with the intent of solution? Are you involved in this breakdown with the intent to respond and be right? Do what you think is valuable, though. Until the next episode of Libra Thoughts, deuce. Ow.